Hi guys, this is Shauna Lay in Selling the Hawaiian Way. With the crazy market that's going on right now, everybody wants to know what's happening with the interest rates and what exactly should I do as either a purchaser or as a seller. So I wanted to dedicate this episode specifically just to talk about that. So let's go ahead and get right into it. If we just look at the numbers and we look at how much the interest rates have moved since the beginning of this year, they've moved significantly. So in the beginning of this year, it was probably around the high twos. And now for a 30 year fix, we're looking at around 5.25, 5.3%. And this is for a 30 year fix. If you were to do an arm, then you're gonna have a different percentage. You're gonna have a different interest rate. But for this example, let's just take a look at the 30 year fix. If we take a look at the margin in a $1 million purchase, if you would have purchased at the beginning of this year and your interest rate was in the high twos compared to where it is now, we're talking about a $1,500 increase in what your monthly mortgage payments are expected to be I know you guys probably just swallowed and was like wow that's a lot exactly because it is a lot and given that the Fed is planning to raise the interest rates another 75 basis points the banks are anticipating that so they're already factoring that into their rates and unfortunately we don't know when these rates are going to stop moving. So a lot of my clients are really asking, what should I continue to do? Some of them take a look and they watch um, all of these other national reports. And although I think that national reports give you a good indication on what's happening to the entire United States real estate market, that does not apply to Manhattan real estate. A part of the reason why that doesn't apply is because of the fact that we have so much demand for Manhattan property in terms of our rentals. Our rentals is the highest that it's ever been. So people have either, they have three options. It's either you stay in Manhattan and you purchase, you decide to rent an apartment, or you end up moving out of Manhattan and you purchase or buy somewhere else. I mean, you purchase or you rent somewhere else. And the fact of the matter is that if people decide not to purchase, their option is to rent. But the rental prices are so high and they're only going to continue to rise because the demand is not slowing down. Landlords don't have an incentive to lower these rental prices because of the fact that the demand for rental property is just so high. Why are people coming to Manhattan? I don't know, maybe it was because they were bored living somewhere else, they finally wanted to live their dream. I mean, Manhattan is a very desirable place. Everything is open, it's tons of fun, you know, I mean, social distancing is not really taken into consideration anymore. Um, so there's so many reasons why people want to be in the city that is inclusive of all of the reasons why they've always wanted to be in the city. And so given that we have such a strong rental market, it is now finally a little bit cheaper to purchase than it is 
to rent someplace. And now that margin is getting smaller and smaller because of how these interest rates are continuing to rise. Now people may also ask, if my interest rates does rise, not only does my monthly payments rise, but how does that affect my purchasing power? Well, again, going back to our $1 million example. If you wanted to keep the same carrying cost, and carrying cost is basically your amount of money that you be paying for your mortgage, plus the common charges and the taxes, or the maintenance, what is, it, what is that overall lump sum payment that you have every single month? If for some reason you wanted to keep that the same as your interest rates continue to rise, then that basically means that you're gonna have to put more money down or your overall purchase price is going to be lower. So again, going back to our $1 million example, if you had purchased in the high twos and all of a sudden, you know, now you're purchasing again in the fives, you then lost purchasing power. You lost about 20% purchasing power. So instead of you being able to purchase a $1 million property, now you're purchasing like an $800,000 property. And that's the crazy thing about it is that supply is extremely limited. Rental prices are very high. The interest rates are continuing to rise, which is the reason why that's creating this sort of a mild frenzy for everyone that's still renewing or deciding to whether or not they should renew their lease. There's all of these factors that are involved in addition to obviously the cost of living and inflation and, and you know that, has, that also has a really big impact on everyone just for the way that you live your life. So here's the thing. When you think about what it is that you should do you need to think about, are you planning to purchase within the next year? And are you financing or are you all cash? Because if you're planning to finance, that interest rate is not helping you. That interest rate is only gonna continue to rise into next year. The question is, at what point in time will the interest rate stop rising? How is that going to affect your purchasing power? Well, because it could possibly bring, it, bring your purchasing power down 10% more. When Manhattan was on sale at around a million dollars, we're taking a look at discounts between 10, maybe 11%. And that's for your average purchaser, anything that was sub 1.5 million. So that does not have anything to say with uh, the luxury sector, which is above 4 million, but has everything to say with just your average purchaser. If you take into consideration that you also need to renew your lease for another year at $4,000 every single month, then you have to measure out whether or not that $4,000 for that year, which is basically $48,000, which could have been used to your payment towards your asset, which is your property, as opposed to basically shoving it down the drain, that is something that you need to consider. You also need to consider, well, how much, and, and obviously speak to your mortgage broker about this, but you also need to consider how much does our timing affect the amount 
that we're going to be paying every single month, how much money we need to put down, and how much money that we're going to possibly be spending in rent if we don't end up purchasing within our timeline because we will need to get into another lease. Or you could always um, find some sort of a short-term furnished rental deal for the interim. But when you break down the numbers, I highly suggest that you break down the numbers with your mortgage officer because it gets a lot more intricate. I tell my clients that if we find a property that you like right now, we don't need to wait until the market comes down in pricing because when the sellers adjust to the pricing, they are not necessarily willing to negotiate as much because they feel like they've already come down and given a discount off of their asking price. But if we're able to find something that you like now and we can negotiate off of it, and again, for what we're seeing in terms of properties in contract, we're not seeing those massive price reductions. We're seeing the regular seasonalities um, and how the market moves, meaning that spring into summer, that spring selling season, and then as we go into September, October, the market falls a little bit more and then it becomes winter and in winter just there isn't as many listings available there isn't as many transactions but just generally speaking september is our lowest deal volume month and we'll probably be at around 600 ish contracts signed and we always want to pay attention to what is contract signed because that gives us the mo most accurate pace of how the market is moving so when you look at well what are my financials what is my own situation that i'm looking at here and what is our future plans and again if your future plans is to just rent for the next couple of years because you don't know where this interest rate is going to go you don't like where the interest rate is going the monthly payments are too high i can guarantee you that we're not going to be seeing covid level i mean it's so highly unlikely we're not going to be seeing covid level discounts because covid was such an anomaly and something that popped out of nowhere and something that nobody anticipated on happening and everything was closed down and nobody could go anywhere and so that drove so much fear and anxiety and it drove everybody who was thinking about selling they basically listed their apartment and for other people that weren't even thinking about selling and they were just afraid of, of what was just going to happen in the world they ended up listing their apartment and they sold as well this is not our climate right now given we have a lot of micro and macro elements going on here the micro elements being New York City specific we have this extremely high rental prices we have a very low supply in terms of you know what apartments what new apartments are coming on the market we have a very high demand for the rentals that doesn't mean that the rental prices are coming down they're not coming down the rental market is stronger than it's ever been if you can get a five percent discount or even four percent discount because that's what we're seeing we're seeing um from the place where we were able to negotiate deals 
from the original list price, we're seeing around a maximum of four and a half, five percent discount. So if you are able to get those maximum discounts, why wouldn't you just purchase now? Because your only other option is going to be to rent a property. And if you rent a property, you can only expect the rental prices to increase because for some reason, everybody wants to come to New York right now and everybody's going to continue to come to New York right now. And there's absolutely no slowing that, no slowing that down. And with that said, that is the advice that I'm giving my clients who have a tough time making those decisions because there's just so many factors involved and given, you know, even if it's the micro and the macro elements going on, it matters on your specific situation, how you run your life, what you can afford, and where you are comfortable affording whatever property you end up purchasing. You know, always remember that your average purchaser only stays in the property between five and seven years. So unless you're purchasing some sort of a pied-a-terre or, you know, you're purchasing a larger apartment, maybe three or four bedrooms because you have children and you guys have this 10-year plan, again, majority of people only stay in their apartment between five and seven years before they either move out of the city and they end up purchasing their forever home or they end up upgrading to you're moving from two bedroom to three bedroom or three bedroom to four bedroom or studio to one bedroom so this is probably one of the few cities in the world that people purchase multiple properties throughout their lifetime so that's something that i always make sure that my clients are fully aware of is that we got to have the right perspective we need to understand what what is your goal in terms of how much you want to spend every month? What is the time frame in which we need to get out of something? And if you are not planning on purchasing, then what is the plan? And how much is that plan going to cost you in the long run? Because, you know, if the average rent, again, is at 4,000, 5,000 in some areas, you're looking at at minimum $48,000, which is still a big chunk of money. So the interest rates are not planning to subside at any point. The landlords are not going to decrease their rental prices significantly. And the owners are still holding because based on our limited supply and the rising interest rates and people who have the ability to purchase, they're still purchasing. So our market is not quite going down just yet. It's at a nice plateau and that's basically you know the situation for New York City and we happen to be very fortunate because for the rest of the United States that isn't what's happening a lot of real estate markets are significantly going down the Las Vegas market has way too much inventory not nearly enough demand and you know everybody else is really affected by these interest rates and don't get me wrong we are affected by it but at the height of COVID, Manhattan was on sale for between 10 and 12%. And we do not foresee that happening within the next two quarters. So anyways, guys, I hope you found this helpful. 
Um, I'm always here to answer any questions that you may have. This is part of our job as real estate advisors to not only help to guide you, but to also make sure that whatever direction you end up choosing is not only the best financial situation, but it's also the best situation for your life and what it is that you want to do. Um, and, and always think long term because I think that people get caught up in the aesthetics of apartments and all oh, the lighting and the finishes but at the end of the day a lot of the decisions are based around the financial impacts that it will have on your life and it doesn't mean that you're not spending that extra 1500 it just means that that 1500 is going elsewhere and being allocated to different things so if you make sure that you hire yourself a good broker a broker that can not only guide you and help you to make these financial decisions but also somebody that's helping you look towards what is your future goals and helping you to achieve those goals that is when you're in good hands so thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time mahalo